0: The Heat Doctor on Kerry Today Brought to you in association with Boils of Calorglan, the home of quality
1: Yeah, the Heat Doctor is with us on the line, David O'Sullivan, DC Energy Solutions David, good morning to you, thanks for joining us again uh,
0: Good morning, Jerry, good morning listeners hope everyone's
1: well. Lots of queries to get to we'll get straight into them. For the Heat Doctor I have a stove in the kitchen and I put down a fire every day but my rads are as cold uh, are cold, I was told if I get them blown out, it will work What does that mean? Asked Mary
0: well, good morning, Mary. Well, for starters, we're definitely not going to blow them up. Um, I suppose <laughs> what Mary's referring to there is is a power flush. Um, and if that, that is something that can happen with radiators that are in homes for a long period of time, uh, no matter what the heat source really, to be quite honest with you, it's, it's something that, that, that occurs over a period of time. So a power flush should rectify the issue, along with a pressure test to make sure there's no leaks and I, sca- I guess a service cleaning of the chimney. You know, this is maintenance work that if it's carried out, hopefully the system for Mary will go back to normal function and work properly.
1: Yeah and that's the, that's one of the way, things to consider when it comes to that Great stuff A listener asks um, Can you seal a crack on the outside of a chimney or do you have to plaster it Asked the Castlemaine listener I suppose this goes to I suppose what's happening on the inside with the flu does it David?
0: Yeah there's there's a bit of investigation there Terry I think you and I both agree when it always comes to um, solid fuel and chimneys and fireplaces and things like that act. safety is first um, you know if a crack has occurred why did it happen? What what has happened? Um, Seeing the crack up and it seals, it looks great. Might not be the solution. Like, has
1: water I mean, has water less. got in there from the crack and has soot built up and and all of that? Those considerations.
0: A hundred percent, jury. And as as well as that, I mean, if there's a crack down along the line of the chimney, is it the cap of the chimney that's allowing the water to get down the wall? So is the cap itself damaged, whilst well, you might fix one crack, a crack may appear somewhere else. And I mean, with a crack on any part of a flue or any part of a chimney, it needs to be rectified, it needs to be put right. I mean, look, we always say it, like, we don't want fires in the future. They're not allowing us to have chimneys as of 2025 in the future in new houses. But look, this is something that we're going to have to deal with for a long time to come. And in houses where there is issues, they need to be rectified correctly.
1: Yeah, very important that that's done. So don't just don't just plaster it up the outside without looking at what happened in the inside because of that crack is the message there a uh, question for the heat doctor I got my attic and walls insulated in 2011 through a SEI scheme they weren't doing the windows at that time but a new scheme came out in 2020 which included window replacement as well applied for the windows but as I had the attic and walls already done the engineer said I don't qualify for them I've single glazing windows so the heat's going out and cold coming in very dissatisfied with these rules on disabilities who can't afford new windows can you direct me as what I might be able to do now Asked this listener
0: and, and for this listener, this is a common situation across a lot of households, and I suppose personally, I feel it's it's well, it's a political football that should be kicked up and down the country to rectify this problem. Yes, the regulations changed in twenty twenty, and it did allow for the replacement of single glazed windows through the warmer home scheme. Um, and again a a fantastic service it's available to homeowners that qualify for it being on a disability allowance you qualify for that home carers, um, the military care allowance so you know, it's a great scheme don't get me wrong I'm not going to attack it to that degree but what I will say I suppose is for this listener unfortunately they have fallen through the cracks um, for the new scheme because what, what the statement is is that they're addressing houses that have not had works done to them first so any homes over the years that didn't get the walls or yet against it those are the houses that they're getting to first what's going to happen in the future, I don't know Jerry because I suppose what they're going to have to do here to meet their targets I mean they've announced 337 million towards um, energy efficiency grants uh, in the country so you know that money has to be spent correctly and smartly, Yeah. there is houses that need full works, there's also houses that need minor works, works. yeah yeah, and I I think you know the the facilities just aren't there right now this minute to cope with that demand I know there's a waiting time, I've spoken personally to several homeowners I mean when we get to their home, if the warmer home scheme is something that's applicable to homeowners then it's a saving so we always give that advice I suppose you know if you get onto the SEI website like we always say there's there's advice there on it but I mean if the homeowner qualifies for that now then you know they're at the they're a little bit benefiting a little bit more as that homeowner said you know that, that as of 2020 there's window replacements for single glaze but look it's something that has to be dealt in the future I do feel bad for that homeowner I mean look maybe a chat with the local council it might be something that could be uh, funded I'm for yeah. sure
1: yeah, uh, go down that road definitely and make a few phone calls on that Okay, a query uh, for the Heat Doctor, new bioethanol stoves, can the Heat Doctor discuss, are they best for environment etc and we did a piece on this on the programme ourselves in the light of what is coming in here, they're an option for people
0: They're a great option for someone, um, I I'm, I'm suppose look they, they, I have one myself, Jerry, and, and I was looking enough and, and got all the information that I need to get to, and I only spoke to Fenton earlier on during the week um, in Fenton in BioHeat in Tralee, and I know they're a company that are very, very passionate about the information that they have and the, the, the stoves that they produce, but I suppose there's a lot of information on the website there, but the statement here, Jerry, is uh, the bio essence, the automatic bioethanol fuels uh, is 100% renewable. Zero carbon monoxide and zero harmful gases. Now, I suppose in the same right, ventilation in rooms has to be right, I'm going to throw that in there myself. Yeah. Um, I, I think they are a fantastic solution, I know that I've had someone recently say to me that for cost implications, you know, for the running costs and things like that, but it's like any stove, it's like any power or, or sorry, any fuel or any uh, heat emitting um, appliance. If it's sized correctly for the room that it's going into, then it's going to work efficiently and it's going to work effectively to give you the heat requirements that you need. If you have an oversized unit in any format, be it bioethanol, solid fuel, uh, oil, air to water, it's going to run uneconomically in order to heat your your house.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a consideration. If you want it just for heat or want it for whatever, if you want it for other things, maybe not the option for you. Depends on your space, depends on everything else like that. Okay, yes, sorry David, yeah.
0: Sorry, Charlie. yeah, no, it, that's a, the important thing is, is and I spoke to Patrick and Boyles there recently, is someone's coming in to him to ask for a stove the size of your room, what well, the length by the width by the height, once that information is there, it gets you the correct size stove or, start, yeah. or correct size uh, power outlet.
1: Yeah, sorry, it does. Okay, we're going to talk more with David O'Sullivan at DC Energy Solutions. Keep your queries coming in for the Heat Doctor, we'll get to those after we take these.
0: The Heat Doctor on Carry Today, brought to you in association with Boyles of Kilorgland, the home of quality. Yes indeed,
1: we're talking with David O'Sullivan DC Energy Solutions, the heat doctor here on Kerry today. David, we have a query from listener caller, has an outside condenser boiler and a solid fuel cooker indoors, wants to know if it's okay to have them on at the same time they've never had an issue but just wants to
0: check uh, So the direct answer to this is yes, it's okay to have them on at the same time but there is some things that have to be met here jury, and I suppose It's mechanical or it's electrical controls, mostly mechanical here. Um, What we want is that if the oil boiler is timed to come on or timed to go off in any given times and bring the house up to temperature, that's fine. But if the solid fuel uh, cooker is lit and it starts bringing up to temperature, and I'm assuming this homeowner has it feeding the radiators as as well as their hot water, then by, a, by an elimination, the oil boiler is automatically turned off once the cooker comes up to temperature. Yeah, It just stops both heat sources working at the same time, but they are still working, because if the cooker uh, drops in temperature and there's a demand for heat, the oil boiler should kick Kicks back it. in automatically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's elect- electrical and mechanical controls, and we always talk about that, Jury. I mean, even look outside today, it's given us 2 degrees to 5 degrees to 9 degrees. Having the correct controls is going to make sure that your home is going to stay warm efficiently no matter what the heat source no matter what you're using if it's an oil boiler, gas boiler, solid fuel, air to water no matter what it is if, if you're thermostatically controlling it and mechanically working it properly that it's going to work efficiently
1: OK, uh, another listener gets in touch can you ask the heat doctor what's the average lifespan for a solid fuel stove that heats the reds?
0: Well, that's an unfortunate question that I can't give a definite answer to but I suppose what I would say is it depends on use it depends on 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 you know maintaining the the 100% efficiency working of the stove. So I suppose look refer to <laughs> I'm going to say refer to the, the supplier on that one it depends on the make and model as well but look they should last a longer period of time anything from 10 to 15 years once they're maintained and working properly I will take the opportunity I suppose Jerry, to say here with any solid fuels uh, you know carbon monoxide alarms and, and smoke alarms are, yeah. are key in rooms as well
1: absolutely vital okay another listener wants to know why does the light go on Um, uh, why does the light on switch for indoor oil burner flicker while turned on
0: so if that light switch, if, if, if in any given um, power outlet there is an LED light that tells you that that outlet is on, if it's flickering it immediately, I would say contact your electrician. Get your electrician to have a look at that. It could be an issue with the switch under load. So when the boiler is kicking in, it's demanding electricity through the switch. And if that switch is flickering, there could be an issue with the switch. Now, it's nothing to be majorly worried about immediately. The boiler is obviously working, but I would suggest contacting your electrician as quickly as you can just to get them to have a look at that and possibly changing out the switch. It can happen quite often as well with immersions, Jerry, because of the load that's on immersions through switches. The switches break down you know they're turning on yeah. turning off turning on turning off so the natural habit it's like the stove a minute ago you don't know how long the stove is going to be lit or how long it's going to be lit to last these switches i suppose are in the same category they can last for a long time or there can be issues with them so change yeah them.
1: okay um does the heat doctor service wood pellet heating boilers if not can you give a recommendation for someone in the carrier who looks after them uh, the company that installed the boiler 10 years ago is no longer operating
0: Directly, I would say contact James O'Shea, Mid Kerry Mechanical, based in Glymbay. Um Alternatively, call into Boyles in Killordlin. Um Podrick would be able to recommend uh, some registered service people as well. But I suppose here, you know, it's key that it's done properly, Jerry. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be done as per the manufacturer's specifications. Service work on any uh, heat source, there's manufacturer's regulations that state how it has to be done. And after it's done, you know, a certificate of compliance to say it has been done correctly. But give James a call. He's, he's, he's sitting down doing nothing at the moment I know I'll be happy to get the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good.
1: Uh, can you ask the doctor where can I get a black 45 degree bend for a stove the boxes advertise black but they are actually dark grey I've tried a lot of places and no luck this is someone who wants the aesthetic of a black not grey bend for their stove
0: I guess straight away I'm going to say talk to Boyles and Kilorgan because I know that we've been able to get them in the past um, and I know that you know there's there's several people at the counter there, I keep talking about Podrick, the poor man is going to be run off his feet Yeah, but uh, there's plenty of people there that will help with that and I know for a fact that you will be able to get them, there may be a, a period of time of waiting, like all stock at the moment in varsity jury from, from a screw to hold up a shelf to something as, as complicated as this to make a, a stove work properly, there could be a waiting time because of, of supply and demand but look, yeah, calling to boils in Calardin, there should be an, an option in there that will s- solve that problem.
1: Yeah, certainly. Speaking of that, look, how are things in terms of orders and supplies? I know um, in the United Kingdom in particular, I had heard there was long waiting times for stoves. It was last summer when I heard it. Not sure it was tried to do international logistics problems or not. But uh, how are things going in terms of supply of heating and plumbing and boilers and stoves at the moment, David?
0: Yeah, Everything, Jury, I suppose, from 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 you know from the minute we get in our vans in the morning until we get home in the evening, we're, we're planning the next day, you know, you're, you're planning every week's work and I suppose by default are you're, you're depending on suppliers uh, to make sure that what you're ordering can be delivered on time but there is a huge, huge uh, demand on materials I guess because of COVID the shutdown, the waiting time we had for stuff and the knock-on effect is now um, and I suppose on, as well as that and it's not true no fault of the suppliers I guess you know, it's it, <laughs> we're all in this game I suppose and you know they're, they're paying a premium to get the product to you uh, price increases have affected um, uh, works that have to be carried out for people I mean that's something that's unavoidable unfortunately but you know if you plan it correctly and I suppose that's where that's where it's key talking to your suppliers planning it correctly then you know a homeowner should be in a position where they have all the information unfortunately we've had to say to homeowners recently that you know there's been a six to eight week period of time for waiting for delivery of something um, I mean once upon a time yeah. it was on the shelf but it's no, true no fault to the suppliers. As I said, that it's not on the shelf right now. They're waiting on the supply to them.
1: Yeah, plan ahead is the message. David, we're out of time, but thanks a million for talking to us in the programme this morning, going through all those queries. More that we'll get to next time you're in, brilliant as always.
0: Thanks, Jerry, and thanks to all the listeners.
1: Great stuff, David O'Sullivan at DC Energy Solutions.